0: listening to plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to plan B.sg. Quite a lot of areas
1: that the, the Russian have changed. Yeah, we're going to go down. Mm. Like, those are not leaders. Mm. Those are shit yes. France is time, denied,
2: defied. And at the end of the day, we have a three-way relationship. <laughs> okay.
1: let's, let's stop this right here.
2: Can you tell us a bit more yourself, the man behind the camera? Mm. Myself? Yeah. I what was, are you comfortable yeah. sharing? No, because his okay.
1: face is not included. Like, yes, you know, yes. when I was looking at uh, yeah. TikTok and I was searching, right? Huh. The One of the first, uh, what's it called? Uh, suggested searches. Kusaster Muka Sebenar.
2: Everybody face wants one. to know yeah. what you look yeah. like.
1: Yeah, but nobody knows. Uh.
3: Why uh, so secretive? Yeah. It's not about being secretive, but I just want Kusaster to be on its own. I don't mm. want it to be tied to any individual. Mm. Yeah, oh, okay. so
2: it's just been that way and I just want to keep it that way nice, nice. oh, fantastic. fantastic yeah but like your personality you mm. what, what can you share what do you want to do like why do you <laughs> want to do you, this yeah. like, what, you, you said you were doing Food Panda yeah why I mean, were you doing Food Panda I hope to inspire a lot of people mm-hmm.
3: uh, the one around me mm-hmm. the one uh, who wants to do better nice mm. so it's just a platform where I just choose to upload these uh, things of uh, let's say I meet you mm-hmm. what I learned and we made a video and then we compile it into advices mm-hmm. to give value to the people out there.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think when, when we watch your videos there's an overwhelming sense of positivity. Right?
3: Thank you.
2: And it's it's nice because yeah. um it it's like if you're midway through your lunch and then you're scrolling through TikTok mm-hmm. and then you see one of your videos, it always like pumps you up like oh yeah yeah let's do something like that. Mm-hmm. When am I gonna get my letter? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So was that always your intention? Uh, like to inspire people like and and to breed positivity, mm-hmm.
3: to bring it positivity. Yes, yeah. but it's just the value that I can provide in mm-hmm. terms of let's say because. Back then, when I started, definitely there's no monetary things. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. The in what other things that I can p- provide value for? Mm. Let's say marketing, like in terms of publicity,
2: mm.
3: yeah. or just the videos that I upload with full of advices can help people. Mm. Like right. Mm-hmm. Definitely the uh it's a question mark of how certain things are done. uh done definitely something. Mm-hmm. So let's say how a business works and how you want to understand or how you want to get into certain industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of advices. Let's say from a lawyer, mm-hmm. how do you get? into being a lawyer mm-hmm. and how long they it take you to complete med school and say for doctors mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. aspiring doctors aspiring lawyers can know what they are getting their, themselves into mm-hmm. nice, nice. nice. Yeah. who was your
4: first client if you can like track <laughs> back like you oh, when was it you actually managed to monetize like a lot of yeah. people yeah, 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 yeah. your first they, paying yeah, when they create content right they always think how do we monetize this after how many months or how many weeks of creating content you finally able to monetize
3: uh because back then I was just doing it for passion. Even mm. now it's mm, all yeah. about giving back to people. Mm. Uh I think fully monetization uh was on February this year. Ah, oh okay. Okay. very February. recent. So, yeah. yeah. So mm. before this was just uh I mean there are a few that wants to be. So I w I didn't think much. Like I'd say you want to be on the video, you just pay me whatever. Mm. I see. Yeah. Nice. So initially it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the money. Mm, I didn't mm, now mm. it was I it's still not about the money. Mm. But then uh <laughs> it comes with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is the
4: future plan for mm. Uh You have made a mark here in Singapore. What and arguably in Malaysia, what's next? What's next? Mm. Uh,
3: I think definitely continue doing what I do to mm. really give value to people, be it uh, younger generation, older generations, upcoming mm. generations. Mm-hmm. So uh, the goals is still the same. And then uh, it's weather expansion to different countries. Mm. Uh, basically, Indonesia is still untapped. In yes. This, yeah? mm. So I tapped into Indonesia. It's just left to upload when I'm there. Mm. And then uh, I think, in terms of this, to help the people of that country also. I see. Yeah. And then to understand businesses on another level, like how they mm. operate and stuff, mm. to show the public how they do it. Mm. It also helps like businesses on uh marketing and stuff, publicity also.
4: Yep. So through your interactions with these entrepreneurs, lah, self-made people from different countries, ah, hmm. is there any notable difference uh with these people from, for example, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia? Is like one country more hospitable than the other? <laughs> or, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Share more things or the more reserved?
3: I think uh when I started, mm. I started in Singapore. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Singapore is generally more reserved. Oh, mm. right. And I think the poverty level and the rich isn't that far actually. Mm. So it's more uh, closer than, let's say you have to compare uh, Malaysia and uh, Malaysia and Indonesia. Oh, yeah, the poverty yeah, yeah. But, uh, mm. So, so different, right?
2: Mm. So It's I feel more like,
3: polarized, right? Eh? Yeah. It's like extreme ends, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm. So I feel like uh, if I can do Singapore mm. where they are more reserved, I can do practically anywhere. Nice. Oh. Yeah. So this taught me like, okay, Singapore where it's like only when I become like uh bigger mm. and a bit more well known mm. the, the treatment I get here is very right. like different. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. No, it's yeah. always like that in yeah. Singapore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean I, I kind of think that's the Case everywhere and anywhere? Like but that's mean, not people... the case for Malaysia?
3: Yeah, that's not the case for really? Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, bro. Really? Because uh, when I expanded there, I literally knew no one. Yes, mm-hmm. I just knew people because uh, of the streets. Mm-hmm. And they are now my very, very good friends. I see. And like for Singapore, it's still the same. But then as creator in Singapore, or maybe like anywhere, uh, like in self-employed things, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: only when you get bigger in like other countries and then when you come back, that's where you get the recognition. Singapore. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. We'll Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. Right?
3: Yeah, unfortunately. But
4: unfortunately, then,
1: unfortunately, I mean, that's quite clearly an unfortunately. Mm, um, <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, <laughs> were there any interesting clients that you had to work with? Yeah, yeah. experience. I think
3: uh, clients. I think a few like Red Bull was uh, quite big mm. of, uh, for, for the portfolio. Mm. Right. I think others are uh, probably Netflix. Mm. Mm, nice. Yeah, working with Netflix is quite unique. Wow. In what yeah. sense? in what sense in terms of uh, its actual shooting oh. mm. yeah so I I experienced what it feels like to be like an actor so ah. like being on cast and stuff mm, it's right, uh, quite right, unique right. so but with Netflix what were you doing? I was doing a one minute plus video because uh, what do you do for a living for a <laughs> Korean drama that they're yeah. promoting on oh, uh, okay. Netflix Malaysia nice so uh, it's it was quite interesting in terms of when you see the video as a consumer mm-hmm. it's a uh, one minute uh, one minute plus yeah. and stuff and I'm interviewing like a, a motorcycle. Mm. The The hard part of the video that people don't see the behind mm. the scenes was I, I reached at about 8am in the morning. Ooh. But the shooting ends <laughs> at 1pm. Okay. Just, yeah. for, that just for, for the one minute the, video. So I hours. had to- yeah, so continuously uh, recording, recording, recording. Hmm. And then uh, the hard part is, wasn't me because I'm just wearing like a normal thing because I'm behind the camera. Yeah. Right? Mm. The hard part the hard part was, I think, the guy because mm. he was wearing an army vest mm. under the hot oh. sun and on the motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> and makeup has to be
1: continuously like touch up. No, and but stuff. why did he need five hours?
3: I don't know. that's just how they work. They, they, want yeah. to, they don't want to base like any scenes and everything has to be perfect. Right, mm. right, yeah. right, right. so in right. case I miss this scene I can use like some recyclable scenes like
1: oh that. okay 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 mm. yeah correct mm. but okay wow. so I mean what, what about the the downsides I mean like there's been a lot of positivity which of course I mean is what you're all about but mm-hmm. surely okay. there's been some like really messed up experiences or like just not great people or... why
2: are you negative bro <laughs> that's <laughs> how not it got a, is it's quite realistic
1: yeah I yeah. mean I'm a realist I'm, a, I'm quite okay. a realist I would say uh,
3: okay when you're a realist I'm actually quite an unrealistic person oh, like you're st- an idealist yes ah, okay. yeah, you idealist, can say that
2: yeah. I'm with you man <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know you're gonna dream big right yeah, yeah, yes
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think the negativity part of my what I do mm-hmm. is the editing <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I mean I
1: don't edit also right yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean yeah, the hate right. comments is one yeah. I mean you you brush them in aside you navigate it quite well I but like in your face in your face have you ever gotten anything like that I don't think
3: so. It's just like, uh, like when you're in this field, mm. mm-hmm. it's just what snakes, like mm. expansion, what snakes, what snakes. Mm. And I don't, ah. yeah, it's just what, what snakes. Uh. Mm. but I don't find it as a problem because you always need to continue innovating and stuff. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah. Of all the social media platforms that you have uploaded your videos on, which one you feel um is very good for a beginner
3: content creator to be on? I think uh, being on TikTok is definitely very uh, motivational for mm. creators because it's like uh, random and anyone. Definitely the view count and the like count is definitely mm. more than other social media. Mm. Oh, oh, right. oh, yeah, correct. Mm. For like Instagram, maybe Reels could help. Mm. I see. Yeah, mm. for Facebook, it's like it, it's, it allows you to monetize. Are you on YouTube? Uh, Facebook. Like YouTube, I'm not yet, mm. but I'm getting a team to set up my YouTube. Ah, really, right. nice. So there'll be more long forms or? Long forms definitely but I feel mm. like more people want to know how I live my life nice. right, and how I meet these people so I feel like uh, it's just documenting what I do. Oh, great, that will be the next step for
4: yeah. you guys How's that going to work? It?
1: I mean like if, if you're not going to you know show yourself how's that going to work? Let's In say time?
3: just mm. filming this uh, is this all POV. Oh, oh
1: yeah. Yeah. So yeah, POV.
4: All right. Mm. Fantastic. Wow. Um, of all the stories that you have uh, collected from different people that you have met, which one strike to you as something that is the most memorable?
2: Yeah.
3: That's what it be. Mm. Everyone is unique to their own. Okay. And uh, a lot of people have their own stories mm. and they all resonate with me in terms of we are all uh, heading to the same direction. Mm. We are mm. all hustling mm. hard, uh, like sweat is there. mm and, but I couldn't say like which one is the most memorable because right. everyone is unique to their own. Nice. But I think one of the ones that really resonates with me in terms of until now, I think one of my friends is Kevin Lim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, he helped me a lot in terms of just being friends. Mm-hmm. And then he opened a lot of doors and introduced me to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And he, I would this say- This is the
2: assembly place guy? No, no, no. Uh, Kevin Lim is
3: uh, chief agency of ERA.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, okay, just,
3: okay. So, he helped me, like, as a random guy mm-hmm. who was introduced by a friend to Kevin Lim. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, he said, hey, do you want to go to Phuket? Nice. Mm-hmm. So, it was a convoy with full of Ferraris. Nice. From Singapore to Phuket. <laughs> wow. And I think that was the the day that I met him, Uh, going to Phuket was the third time that I met him. Mm-hmm. So, he was just asking, out of nowhere, do you want to go to Phuket? So... Yeah, and I met a lot of awesome people there. Nice. Mm. Yeah, and to me, networking and all, it's not about business and stuff. It's mm. just to be friends and
1: genuinely knowing you. Right. I it's, see. Nice. Yeah, okay, but but just, I mean, you don't really want to talk about yourself, but <coughs> as a matter of background, right? Because the fact is you deal with wealth. Like most, like you're talking to rich people. So what was your background like in terms of like, did you grow up in, a, in an average household? Was it like, you know, really tough times or-
3: uh, I would say because to me I'm very uh an optimistic person mm-hmm. I don't notice the bad stuff uh going around me so I thought growing up like in that kind of situation is normal everyone is mm-hmm. the same
2: mm-hmm. like
3: be it in this thing when you ask is there any negativity negativity behind it behind it so maybe some things people can see or oh, I face these hate comments but wow. I didn't yep. see it as negativity I see <laughs> right, right so right. I would say I would I had an awesome upbringing Mm. In terms of around me, be it, even though it's a bit, some people may see it as negative. Mm -hmm. Right. To me, it's just, it helps me to be who I am today. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. So, whatever I faced back then uh, taught me a lot uh, in terms of uh, my personality.
1: Mm. Nice.
4: nice. I want to round round up with uh, a question that you normally ask your uh, personalities that you feature on TikTok. You probably ask them what's one financial advice, what's one advice in life. Yes, and you've spoken with a lot of people uh, on on TikTok, especially. And what is one advice that you would like to give
1: hmm.
4: anyone who's facing adversity right now, mm-hmm. who's tuning in and uh, listening? You know, they're motivated by you. They're like, uh, you know, there's a young guy who's very positive, who's yeah, yeah. going out of his way to make fantastic content. content yeah. yes. yes. What is Thank one
3: you. life advice you like to give? Thank you for the compliment. (laughs) I would say uh, I've never received like this comment. I think I might have received it. But Mm -hmm. uh, the common thing that I find in these people, it's uh, lifelong learning. Okay. So learning doesn't stop when you graduate. Nice. Mm -hmm. So learning continuously is always there. Mm -hmm. So either be it you're passionate about something and then maybe it's not for you. Mm-hmm. And so you change to something else where you are you find interest in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's continuously learning, learning, learning. Mm-hmm. And then back then with the Denzel Washington quote is to get something you never had, you actually need to do something you never did. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. It's getting out of your comfort zone and then trying something new. Fantastic. Awesome. There's yeah. so
4: much that we can learn from really uh, <laughs> Because like, I come with a lot of preformed you know, misconceptions as we grow up, you mm. know, we yeah, face a yeah, trauma. True, true. But speaking of mm. him, he has put a different perspective on, yeah, on yeah. things. And I think there's so much that we can learn from Kusesta. If you're yes. tuning in right now and you haven't heard of him, you must be living on a rock. Yeah. <laughs> He's following <laughs> on TikTok. Uh-huh. Thank you, Kusesta, Thank you. for being with us. We'll yeah, be man. taking a short break right now. Wave a word from our sponsors. We interrupt this program to bring you... This podcast is proudly brought to you by our friends from the Bravo Realtors.
1: That's right. And you can call them right now for your property health check. At this number, that's 8100 three hundred. I repeat, that's 8100 three hundred. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at The Bravo Realtors. We are
4: still with our friends from the Bravo Realtors in the studio. Mm. Almost a full squad. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're sharing uh, on a particular topic. Uh.
5: It- yeah, timelines. Yeah, it's timeline about, I think, selling and buying right mm. uh-huh. I think, uh, uh, previous topic, we were talking about the private property, mm-hmm. 1% and 4%. Mm-hmm. If you're buying a resale, uh, private property, yeah. you need to have an initial cash mm-hmm. of the 5% and mm-hmm. definitely need to have the initial cash for the buyer's stamp duty. Ah, um, yes, I yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I think Rahman also ever faced this, this kind yes, of case, yes. right? Yeah. This buyer's stamp duty definitely you can claim from CPF, mm-hmm. but it's of course upon completion ah. Uh,
2: and you must make sure you have enough CPF. Yes. Wait, yes but I, no. I
5: thought you said it's cash. Okay, it's cash because okay, the difference between uh, a private property resale mm-hmm. and a new launch. Right. Okay, for a new launch, you just put the five percent. Everything else is can be in CPF. Mm. Okay, but for resale, you need to have that five percent in cash. Of course, definitely five percent is always cash. Then mm. the stamp duty, right? Mm. They have to collect first. You have to pay in cash. Mm. Mm. Okay. Even if you delay probably before the completion maybe there's a penalty, there, there, yeah. there's a penalty maybe mm. about 80 a uh, few mm. hundred dollars. Uh, right. Uh, but you but you must say that you want to claim through CPF. Mm. Oh, uh, they will refund you through the CPF. These are the things that sometimes uh, when we met buyer who want to upgrade to private, right? Mm-hmm. They overlook in terms of the cash.
2: Oh. So basically, you need to have enough cash to roll the purchase, yeah. especially in the beginning because you got your 1% and then you got your 4% two weeks later. Right. And after you do the 4%, two weeks later, you're going to do your yes. stamp duty, which mm-hmm. is about four, uh, what, 3% minus 4,004. Yeah, uh, 5,004, yeah. Yeah. So, there's a lot of money that's involved. Cash up front. So, if ah, you are okay. alone and you don't have the benefit of advice from a real estate agent, you might just overlook these things and then suddenly, oh,
0: damn. But can you do it without 5%? <laughs> can. Mm. Huh? Can.
1: That's
0: why we're talking about timeline, right? Okay. Mm. So, you first, you must have 1%. That one cannot negotiate. Okay. Mm. okay. Must have 1%. You wait for your HDB to complete. Mm drag the timeline later, once you receive the money from your cash proceeds, that's where you get the 4% and that's where you get the buyer stamp duty. Mm -hmm. But what do you lose? You lose time because first, you have three months extension. Mm -hmm. By the time you complete your private property because we are waiting to exercise your private, your HDB, we wait to exercise your private property, right? Waiting for the completion of your HDB to use the cash proceeds, Mm -hmm. you will have, your extension will run out yeah oh, so I mean, like
1: does that mean that you basically have to plan really, really, really yes. tight?
0: So if you have the capital, it's a lot better. We can also do a bridging to complete your private property faster. but if you do not have and you are reliant on your five percent your five percent cash is laid on your hDB cash proceeds is right, right. very time sensitive. Mm. So you cannot be doing this alone. So,
1: what are some of the complications that you've you've seen before? You know, like with actual clients who are precisely relying on this very, like ball to ball kind okay, of. Okay, uh, so when
0: you buy a private property, you have to look at the condition of the unit, because mm-hmm. if you're going to wait for your your balance four percent and buyer stamp duty from your HGB cash proceeds, you you are bound to lose the three months extension. So when you buy, you have that one week period to actually move out of the HDB and move into your private property. Oh, but if you're going to spend few weeks on renovation, mm-hmm. you have to find a place to stay.
6: I think it also depends on... Because for HDB, we don't really have uh, uh, um, control over the completion time. Mm. Uh, unlike um, private, property. private property, you already know, right? I want to complete on 5th November or mm. you know, uh, we can Wh- put the date... Why the that difference?
2: HDB uh, is regulated by HDB itself. So once you submit the resale application, they fix the timelines. Oh, you don't yeah. have a say. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So, Just estimate. Yeah, mm-hmm.
6: it all depends on uh, whether you buy... Uh, you sell HGB and then you buy private or you uh, sell private and then you buy HB. But for now, for when you, you, when you sell a private and you buy HGB, mm-hmm. you have to look into whether you are um, below 55 or above 55. Right. Above 55, you can still have the chance to buy a, a HGB property, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it has to be four room and uh, smaller. Mm-hmm. So even then, um, it's, it's still sensitive because we know already like a private property when we can complete mm. but HDB you we always know. tell stay our random. clients oh. yeah mm. you better have a place to stay yeah. because this one we can't confirm when it will be
5: completed the mm. thing about uh, extension what Khalid mentioned right mm. you, okay if uh, HDB upgrade to a private property you need if you want to submit for the extension you need to have a buying of exercise OTP Mm -hmm. then it will be registered in HDB. Right. So you don't have the money to get that, 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 uh, uh, I mean, private property to exercise, right? Mm. So extension will be based on mutual agreement. Okay. Between the buyers and sellers. This is where something that is a risk Yeah, like
1: when you say it's just like mutual agreement, I'm like, "Hmm, this sounds risky. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm.
5: when you submit for your HDB selling to uh, applying for extension, you need to have an exercise OTP of your buying.
6: So, okay. ideally, uh, when you sell your uh, HDB property mm. and you're buying a private, you we always suggest to our clients, you must have at least that 5% mm. to secure that exercise uh, mm. or
5: option mm. fees. Mm. But most of the time, we will always also give them options. You need to find a place. You know, uh, I mean, if they really want to upgrade, they really need to have a place to stay. Mm. If not, there's nothing that we can and do.
2: And another paradigm to that is the fact that renovation sometimes will yes. always, always overrun. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you better make sure you have something in Talk, between.
5: Talking about renovation, right? I have a client in 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 Woodlands. Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Got three months extension. Mm-hmm. Still renovation, don't finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Another three more months. So total of six months, the renovation will finish. Oh, yo. I don't know what happened, but he said that the contractor just... Lah, hmm. you
6: know. Yeah, and especially if you're talking about private property renovation, um, a lot of the uh, the pipes are all concealed. Yeah. the oh, ducting right, right, right. for the air conditioning is also concealed. So, one leaking, one leak somewhere,
1: everything mm, need to redo. Yeah,
6: mm. you have to hack everything. So it may take definitely more than three months.
1: Okay, but you know, so be- because like you're saying, right, this kind of thing potentially not that uncommon. So if it does happen, then how?
2: then you need to call the Bravo Realtors yeah. to find out <laughs> what to do because <laughs> of, <laughs> you need yes. good advice. Yes.
1: Excellent. So call mm. them right now for that very good advice at this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100 three hundred. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at The Bravo Realtors.